listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Since 2009, the Pharmacy Podcast has been leading podcast publications as the insider voice of the pharmacy industry. Explore the profession and business of pharmacy through audio. Join us at PharmacyPodcast.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or any of your favorite podcast directories. Just did as many one-on-ones as I could with the different business owners in the area. They pretty much now, three years in, they just call me their legal drug dealers. Welcome to the Becoming a Pharmacy Badass podcast, where we talk about how to diversify your revenue streams, increase your net income, and optimize your operations to create the pharmacy of your dreams. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. We have a great pharmacy marketing focus session for you today. I have a wonderful pharmacy owner, Deepa, with me, and we are going to be talking about how you can leverage your local chamber of commerce to help your pharmacy grow and to really give your pharmacy marketing a boost. So Deepa, for anybody who may not know you, um, and tell us a little bit about you and your pharmacy and where you're at. Okay. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me here. Um, I'm really excited to be here to just share what we have learned in the last few years. My name is um, Deepa Patani, and I own Allen Pharmacy and Wellness. We're in Allen, Texas, which is a suburb of Dallas. And um, I am uh, just talking about today um, how we have worked with our local chamber of commerce um, to uh, kind of grow. So this is just our third year being open. And I have not been an owner before, so I'm a first-time owner. Um, Just a little bit of background about me. Had no idea where to start because I didn't even work in retail before I started my pharmacy. Um, You know, did hospital for like 10 years. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I want to own my own pharmacy. So here we are. And didn't know what DIR fees were and didn't know what GER, BER, all. I still probably don't know any of those things, but... (laughs) Um, but I did know that like, you know, going to like these locals, someone kind of told me to go there. And so I, I did, and you know, everyone was very welcoming at first. So you just completely out of place, out of my comfort zone, no idea what I'm going to talk about. Um, but I think it was just all about building those relationships in the community. So, you know, while the pharmacy was still, um, being built and, uh, we were waiting for the big opening, um, I, just did as many one-on-ones as I could with the different business owners in the area. Um, and uh, they pretty much now, three years in, they just call me their legal drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and there's only one in Allen. So if you go ask any of the business owners, like who's the legal drug dealer, then they'll tell you that that's probably Allen Pharmacy and Wellness. And so- um, That's so branding it, right there, people. That's what that's, that's called branding. is branding. <laughs> and the tagline is friends don't let friends go to CVS and Walgreens. <laughs> I love that. Oh my goodness. Uh, I'm going to share that everywhere. I love that. (laughs) So, um, so I just kind of, and you know, before, like when I used to go, I would be so like, you know, professional and like trying to, you know, uphold, but I think like, it just takes a little bit of like good sense of humor to break a little bit of ice with people. And then, you know, people just see you as another business owner and that's pretty much what it is. Right. Because yeah, you know, you don't want to just be stuck behind like your white coat and like create barriers for people to get to know you. But it was about just 
you know, letting them know that, Hey, we still have fun and, you know, we have a personality and, you know, we're always having a good time. Like, you know, so whenever, even now when patients come to our pharmacy, they'll, they'll just know they're like, you know, we're about to like approach the pharmacy and we just hear laughs and giggles, like, you know, and so, so they're like, we like coming here, you know, because everywhere else, like the world's like, I mean, especially now with COVID and everything, it's, nobody no one's laughing and talking and joking around and doing those things so it's just fun to have that kind of an environment where we are um just having a good time and people want to be a part of that and so when we actually had our ribbon cutting we had the mayor show up you know and then we had about 150 people here um in the pharmacy um so it was it was very nice and the first year that we were open we opened february of 2019 and the first year, pretty much about 80 to 90% of all our patients were chamber members or people that they had referred us. So realtors that are part of the chamber, they know a lot of people that are moving into the area. And so, you know, they would start putting our flyers in those like um, little folders that they would give to like new residents moving into the area. And this was all like, I don't think I had to pay anything extra for any of these things. They just want to help just like, and um, I think ultimately, I think when you're new, you're just like, well, what do I get out of this? Or, you know, that's kind of like the mindset that we kind of go in with. And um, I was very uncomfortable. Like, I don't have anything to like, I don't need to buy financial services. Like, I don't know what I have in common with this person. Like, that's what I would think, you know? And, um, but then it was just about, well, yeah, well, at least you're taken care of. And that's all that people care about, you know, because in the beginning, like everyone's like, well, we kind of already have a pharmacy. So you're not, you know, you think that you're not going to get anything out of that, but it's just about constantly being there and adding value. And even if they don't need it, they may know people who need your services. And it's always about like connecting people with other people. So even if I don't need a financial advisor, I might come across someone who does. And then when I do, I can say, well, you know, John Smith's really good at what he does. Like, so here's his number, you know? Um, so I think that like understanding like how the network really works um, and then just being able to connect people, even though you may not be involved in that transaction at all, uh, you know, people just learn to trust you that, okay, well, you know, she's a good resource or, oh, the person that she sent me to was really good and they didn't drop the ball on things. And, and so then when it comes to their own health, you know, then they'll trust you with those items as well. So we have a really good resource wall too in the pharmacy where um, and not everybody goes on that wall just because they walked into my pharmacy, because as you know, we get so many of those people coming in all the time. They're only people that I've worked with and done business with in the past, or, um, you know, I'll recommend you twice, but if you drop the ball on my patients or my referrals, you're coming off that. <laughs> you know, <I'm> not <laughs> people to. So, you know, it's just like then, because that creates the credibility, you know, and it works both ways. So when people send us stuff, uh, it works really well. And there was another, um, nonprofits are a great way because they're part of the chambers. And um, so, you, you know, you build good relationships with them and they'll do so much marketing for you. Um, so- they will. Yeah, yeah, you basically reviewed like some of my top rules for marketing, which number one is always be authentic, be yourself. 
You know, you can only pretend for so long and then that facade will break down. And then the people that you attracted with your fake facade (laughs) won't like your real use. Just be you like, just be quirky, be funny, be, you know, whatever is you being Mm -hmm. you. And, and I love that. And I love that you mentioned being consistent because Mm -hmm. building relationships is not an overnight thing. Um, I, I often re relate marketing to like dating. You know, you don't get married after the first date. You know, somebody's not going to send you a hundred people after the first conversation with them. It takes little tiny steps to, like you said, to build that trust and to build that reputation. And then next thing you know, three years later, you have a lovely thriving pharmacy. Uh, You know, you said that first year was 80% chamber of commerce. Well, they all know people, which leads into like another one of my favorite rules is you never know somebody's sphere of influence. Uh, Just because one person can't use your services doesn't mean that they don't have a mother, a father, a sister, a daughter, an aunt, an uncle, whoever else, a neighbor that can. And so um, I just love that, that you basically did all those rules, even though you were in the hospital. So I think it's just about being authentic. And, you know, I think like when we started a pharmacy, uh, and I think this resonates with a lot of the independent pharmacy owners. Like we want to help and we want to be able to do things for our patients that we didn't have the time to do when we were burnt out in retail. Like, you know, when we work and we've all worked for those big chains before we've decided to do things better. Um, and the reason for why we started our pharmacy. So one of my passions was, you know, not, having these meds cost so much for people where they can't afford it, or they're having to cut their pills in half and make them last longer and whatever. But I, like I said, that was all 10 years ago. And now I'm learning that we don't make any money anyway. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) so well, if I'm not going to make money anyways, I rather feel good about being able to help, you know, a female that came because like she was part of this nonprofit and she's trying to get away from an abusive marriage or whatever, you know, and I want to make sure that I can help her instead of like the PBMs taking all my profits, you know, do do good. Yeah. Being able to do good. And honestly, that's what I loved most about owning a pharmacy was the flexibility to do mm-hmm. pharmacy, how I thought it was best to be done. And yeah. sometimes that was different on a different day. Like you said, somebody comes up in front of you, you know, you can choose to help that person where when you were in corporate, um, I worked corporate too. Uh, mm-hmm. You just, you couldn't, you had to abide by those rules. Well, I think you're doing pretty good Deepa for uh, <laughs> getting in there, having no idea Thank what you. you're doing. You are <laughs> blazing trails. I know you're getting into functional medicine. You are going to be doing amazing things. I'm so excited. I'm I'm actually, you know, fairly close to Alan. So one of these days I'm going to pop oh. in your pharmacy and, and, yes. see um, and, uh, but I am so proud of you of everything that you've accomplished. Thank you for taking a little bit of time with us, um, encouraging those pharmacy owners that maybe had overlooked their chamber of commerce, uh, you know, thought, Oh, what's in it for me. I can't really do anything. I think you summarized it beautifully on how you can leverage Thank them. You to network and get, really get entrenched in the community because that is some good branding that you created there. So. <laughs> and even if you have multiple pharmacy owners in the same chamber, it's still about those relationships at the end because we do have like multiple pharmacies in our chamber as well. And if you ever go and talk to the CEO of the chamber, you know, they're, they're supposed to just, you know, share all that information. They're not going to like tell you, 
you know, oh, go, go to only Deepa because, you know, that's not what she's supposed to be doing. But they will say like, oh, here's three options, but we love Alan Pharmacy. You know? yeah. and, and that little added touch goes a long it goes way. goes a long way. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for all of your tips and tricks and sharing you. of your successes. I know many pharmacy owners listening to this will, will enjoy it. Um, you're really good. You're, you're all over social media and sharing. So if you oh, haven't followed you. Deepa, follow Deepa and Allen Pharmacy. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me today. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you have a more profitable pharmacy for free. One, join my free group at lisasrxgroup.com. Two, get the latest strategies at diversifyrx.com forward slash blog. Three, watch helpful videos at lisasyt.com. Four, hit that subscribe button and please be sure to leave us a five-star review so we can help more pharmacy owners and bring those insights back to you. Becoming a Pharmacy Badass is proud to be a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.